Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey y'all, I'm Jules. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> I feel like you just announced me for a wrestling match. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking game show, but it could be a game show wrestling match. Well, we, since we were wrestling with technology just now with a yeah. thunderstorm and you lost power. Yeah. See, yeah. it's appropriate. I, I did not body slam my computer, though. <laughs> you thought about it. I, I No, no. I wanted to body slam the dog for scratching at the door, but... <laughs> I just opened it instead. It was fine. But <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh man. Do not scratch that door. All right. Yeah. yeah. So the storm is getting worse over there, or at least yeah, the power the is. is. I mean, the storm is pretty calm. I mean, we, we lose power here. We lose power here all the time, but it's usually only for like a minute and a half. So, you know, just enough to be annoying. So, yeah. <laughs> but not enough to be a problem. Well, that works. Yeah. Hey, we were talking. Um, last episode about kind of where we're trending and all and you looked up some numbers that are really really cool and i was excited um because as pitbull said looks like we've gone international yeah baby yeah that's all i got <laughs> so, so well you, so, you wrote the numbers down right oh I hope so, okay because i closed the tab yes. <laughs> okay oh yeah that's right all right so since day one four years all right, we have been in 131 different countries, at least one download, 131 different countries. There are 195 countries in the world, just to put that in perspective for you. Yeah, so, so we're, we are at 67%, yes. Yeah. 
And then let's see, um, in the last 30 days, we've been at least one download in 48 countries. Right. So at least a quarter of the countries in the world liked us enough in the last 30 days to download something. So if you guys are in one of those countries, which you, duh, <laughs> thanks for the downloads, guys. Thank y'all. That was awesome. I mean, it ranged everywhere. Canada, Ireland, South Africa, Egypt, Dubai, Turkey, Sweden. Um, I think Australia was in there, too. UK all over the place. Of course, U.S., you know, um, and all. But that is incredible. Four years, you're in 131 different countries. That that is that's ridiculous. So international <laughs> tribe, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. We yes. love it. That's yes. awesome. So thank y'all so 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 much. So continue to subscribe. Continue to like. Hit that like button. Share Five with your friends. Would be awesome. Yeah, share with your friends. Spread yeah. the love of the spirit Spread sherpa. The love <laughs> of the sherpa. Yes. So on the last episode, we were um, revisiting a topic that um, received a lot of good comments uh, from our listeners, from our tribe. Thank you all so much for that. Um, and we're talking about the right magic for the right application. So this is going to be the third, count three, 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 three episodes worth, right? And we started this recording at 333 three, three today. So that, did we? Yes, we did. So we are all about the 333. Three, three. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> It slices, it dices, it julienne's fries. It julienne fries. Yes. Yes. I love it. Uh, so let's let's just jump right into it. Okay. So, so if, if you did not hear the past episode, we, we should contextualize this. If you did not hear one of the other two episodes, this is a list of, uh, of things that Jewel had in her head when she first started working with me of, you know, what do I do? How do I do magic for this? And so we're going to go through the list and pick out the right magic for the right application. Or if it's not uh, necessarily a spell or some kind of ritual, then what's the other thing that you need to do, right? All right. So um, as we are heading into cold and flu season and all that kind of good stuff, and of course, you know, lingering Rona every everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. Yay. How how would I help myself get over a physical illness like that quicker? Is there something um, magically I can do? I mean, for me as a as a Reiki person, you know, um, I wasn't then when I made the list, but I am now. You know, of course, I would do Reiki on myself, um, and but I didn't know if other things um, would help also. So I find that once you're already sick, it's easier to have somebody else do work on you because you don't have the extra energy to work on yourself usually. Okay. Um, so what I usually recommend is there's a practice that I do every day, which it, well, most days when I remember, uh, let's be honest, <laughs> um, but I was doing it pretty consistently for a while, you know, some days, some days the struggle is quite real. <laughs> some days I just forget, fuck real struggle. You know, I just forget, you know, uh, I got other shit to do. Right. So, um, but uh, what I do uh, on the days I remember is I tap into the energy of uh, radiant health. And there is, uh, there's a morphic field of radiant health. When you are radiantly healthy, that energy exists as a morphic field. And so I just tap into that energy and I just 
pull it in. I, I, I don't know why, but I see it coming in from behind me. And I pull that energy into my body every day. And that way I am training my body to live in that vibration. And so if you get sick, like I got the Rona, right? I just pulled that energy in every morning and, you know, throughout the day. And it's something that I wouldn't have been able to do when I was sick had I not had a practice of doing it because then I, it was, it was ingrained. It was anchored in my body. My, my energy field recognized the energy field of radiant health. Whereas it's kind of hard to find it if you're already sick. Right. So, um, it's easier to connect to it if you're already well. So if you get in the habit of pulling it in when you're already well, then it's very easy to pull it when you're sick because you're like, Oh, I know exactly where that is. I do this all the time. This is, it's rote. It's, it's become, you know, a habit for me to just do this and bang, I'll just pull it into my body. Right. And that actually helps you get better faster. Okay. So like for me, who's never done that before, how where where is the this energy field like how how do is there a way to describe it where i would know hey this is is that radiant feel it's going to be is it going to feel different than my spirit guide energy coming in is it going to like you feel it from your back um coming through um okay so i'm going to walk you through this because you you know this answer you just don't trust it so i'm going to walk you through it um because Everybody out there has has and 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 I know that they know this answer too. But we're gonna we're gonna get you to trust it. So um, the answer is no. It's not gonna not gonna feel like your spirit guides because it's not your spirit guides, right? It's it's the energy of radiant health. And so you know when you think of somebody who is radiantly healthy, like you know Wim Hof or you know whoever you might come up with, um, then they radiate that energy of, of real health, right? There is an energy field in the universe that holds that vibration, right? So every way that we feel, every emotion we feel, every energetic that we feel exists unto itself as its own thing. And so you just reach out for it. So close your eyes, not if you're driving. Close your eyes (laughs) and reach out for the energy of radiant health and just ask for it. Just connect to it. Just say, you know, just intend because all of magic is intention. It's intention. Yep. Right. So do you feel that? Yeah. Mine. Okay. My crown chakra is vibrating. The front of my face is vibrating. And it's like I'm seeing this white golden-y kind of light coming in. Okay. And just for the record, any of you out there, your your mileage will almost certainly vary. So don't don't count f- on w- seeing what she's seeing, right? Because when I tap into it, I don't see anything. I just feel things because I'm into the energy of the feeling. So it's, you know, it is what it is. So you're pulling it in through your crown chakra. You're connecting in through your crown chakra. So you're going to pull it down through your body, through your crown chakra, because that's how you're connecting to it. Okay. I just, I pull it in. And for some reason, I just like to have it come in from the back of me and, and come through the front of me and just take over from there. I don't know why I just do it. And there's no right way. Okay. There's no right way. So just connect into the energy of radiant health, pull it into your body and sit in it and bathe in it for a while. Yeah. It's going everywhere right now. 
like down my arms, down my legs. It's 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 like a how I like like a, like a blankie that that's that's just hugging me. Okay, I'm digging that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that would be my suggestion more than anything else. Um, you know, and obviously there are other ways you can do this. You can you can take echinacea, which will help you to maintain your vibrancy um, physically, uh, but not if you are insulin resistant or diabetic. Echinacea is counterindicated for those things that can mess with your blood sugar levels. So don't take echinacea if you're you're diabetic or insulin resistant. Um, and um, which is pre-diabetic, just for the record. Um, and uh, you, you can take oregano oil, which is another great thing to, to boost your immune system. You know, there's immune boost, you know, things out there that you can do. I don't know how good they are, but, you know, those are herbs that you can use to support your system. Remember, we are we are living in a holistic world. So multiple different angles on things is probably your best bet. If you know you're going to be in an area where there's going to be a lot of people with flu and cold and potentially the Rona, then, you know, doing everything you can is really useful. Like going on a plane, uh, there's a big... Um, the 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 what's the thing that they they do on airplanes that's made out of zinc that's the you know keep, there's airborne. the airborne yes that's i've i've heard from many people that that's super useful so super zinc, useful zinc and in and, of itself, and, it, and yeah in uh hotels too yeah zinc in and of itself is is generally a really good thing to be taking uh zinc glycinate in particular is really good for memory on top of everything else so yeah yeah. But make sure that you're checking. It, so many people are big into supplements and they'll take like a hundred different supplements. Be very careful, please. Your supplements can interact with your medications. They can interact with each other. You could be creating problems by taking your supplements. So, you know, have a qualified herbalist look at your supplements and, and see if you're taking things together that should or should not be taken together and make sure that you bring your list of your supplements to your pharmacist when you get your prescriptions so that they know everything because things, you know, Things that are great and supportive on their own can be catastrophic when blended with the wrong thing. So, yeah. Yes. Proceed with caution and do your homework and let the professionals help guide you through that. Yes. All right. This is not um, a look it up on Google thing. Yeah. No, no. Uh, let's see. Stop smoking, drinking, or insert your vice here. Ah, the mad Russian. Mad Russian. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, there's a guy in Boston known as the Mad Russian. And I can't remember his actual name, but if you look him up, you'll find it. But these, in Google, you'll find the Mad Russian, right? There's this guy. And um, I heard a podcast interview with him back in like 2008 or nine. It was a marketing interview with him, which was weird. But they were, it was a marketing podcast. And then he came in and talked about how he does what he does. And what he does is he uh, has everybody bring to awareness the cravings for the thing, smoking, drinking, whatever. And he has you really get in touch with the emotions of the cravings and the energy of the cravings. And then he goes into your energy field and he takes that away. And he does it while you're hypnotized. 
which is very cool. And he's very successful. The man is well known for being very successful with weight loss, smoke ces- smoking cessation. He even does work on cancer patients. And he just pulls the cancer to the surface and pulls it out of the body. Is it the mad Russian healer? Yes, in Boston. He's in uh, Brookline, Massachusetts. Uh, I'm, I'm going to murder his name. Uh, it's Yefim, Yefim? Oh, maybe. Yefim. S-H-U-B, as in boy, E-N-T-S-O-V. Yeah. Sh- Look up the Shabinsov. Mad Russian. Yeah, the Mad Russian. Yes. <laughs> that's why That's why he goes by the Mad Russian. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to Sorry. I'm de- mm. All over Boston, everybody talks about the yes. Mad Russian. But yeah. That's awesome. You, yeah. And he'll do like 15, 20 people in a room and just do it all at once. So he's very successful. All right. Um, what about boosting creativity, like removing a creative block? So, uh, you know, there's lots of different types of creative blocks that could be happening. And they, you know, it, you have to get to the, the core of where that block is coming from. Okay. Now, uh, amplifying your creativity, that is a different story, right? So if you're amplifying your creativity, then you are dealing with something more along the lines of, um, expanding your willingness to be curious, you know, engaging your inner child more, because that's ultimately where a lot of our creativity comes from is from our inner child, right? Uh, Amplifying the energy in your second chakra. That's where creative energy is from. Starting to I, I, you know, creativity is, it's very interesting. I'm working with uh, one of my students on learning, uh, symbology better right now. Symbology is a great way to activate your creativity too. If you speak the language of symbols, then you can start to say, oh, well, you know, the moon is symbolic of changing cycles. The, you know, the, the, it's romantic. It's the divine feminine. It's the, um, you know, the, the changing tides of the world. It's, you know, there's so many different aspects that, you know, the moon is seen in reflections. So it's about reflecting the sun and, and being seen from that way. It's also, you know, two faces because it's the light side and the dark side of the moon. Right. So, you know, there's lots of different ways in which the moon is symbolic of a lot of different things, right? So if you start playing with symbology and and the interrelation of different symbols, then that can actually activate and and expand your creativity as well, right? Um, You you also have to look at what shuts down creativity, right? So if you're having a creative block, the other side of the block is what shuts down your creativity, judgment, you know, criticism, uh, you know, avoidance, jadedness. That's, that's where I was going before is, um, if you're jaded, if you're jaded in your life, then, you know, you will probably have a hard time being creative because your jadedness is coming across and, and sucking the life out of everything that's, um, intuitive and creative and, you know, passionate, right? So it's all of that. All right. Uh, Oh, this is a good one, I thought. Peaceful night's sleep with a new baby. Well, I would say that's probably more training the baby 
than and less about magic. I mean, people try to this is this is the other thing that happens when you're new, and you wrote this list a very long time ago. Completely, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you're brand new, the first thing is I want to use magic for everything. It's like, well, it's, why don't you just swaddle the baby, right? <laughs> you know? That would solve the problem. We don't need magic for that, right? Swaddle and the, the blanket, baby. swaddle the baby itself. Can I? Yeah, I want to do one of the scenes from Bewitched where I go, you know, <laughs> ding, 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 you know, <laughs> and the don't blanket just all. goes, poof, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking swaddle the baby and make it stay awake during the day and then it'll sleep at night. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that's really go. more appropriate than magic for that one. <laughs> So, so lesson learned as you get into it, you're like, oh, yeah. God, okay. Now, you know, if you're doing everything right in that regard and the baby's still waking up in the middle of the night and, and like you, you may need to ward your house because you may have a uh, dead relative visiting the baby in the middle of the night. You may need to ward your house and set some rules with your dead relatives that they're not allowed to come in the middle of the night. <laughs> so the babies can see dead people. So, yeah. Well, and that was the next question. Can you give some helpful, helpful hints? Um, I was saying like for um, house cleansing or um, tips to help set wards so that you don't do what I did and you come home from a trip and um, you inadvertently made your entire driveway a holding space for the spirits and all the, you know, things that go bump in the night because you warded your house against them. I didn't realize I needed like to flush it out like a toilet every so often because it builds <laughs> up. And I'm like, it's, y'all, the struggle is real. I turned in the driveway. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell on myself <laughs> as a cautionary tale. Be careful what you wish for. So, so I turned in the driveway. We had been gone for a while. And all of a sudden I start feeling y'all sick to my stomach. And I was the one driving. So it wasn't car sickness. And I was, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm about to puke. I feel horrible. What the hell? So I get in and I'm still, I'm like, I'm feeling like crap. So what in the hell? And I ended up just talking to you about it. Um, I think I was on one of the group calls or whatever. And she's like, okay, Jewel, you're cute. Why did you put your holding space for all the spiritual things that are not allowed into your ward? Like if you have a, I call them Klingons, you know, extra thingy on me. And I don't want you in a house and know the fairies are not allowed in my house. Set all my wards. Why did you put the holding space in your driveway? I'm like, I don't know. It just seemed like because I don't know how many of them going to be in there. And they needed a bigger space to fill up. So I thought I was being nice and accommodating so they wouldn't all be squished in there together. She's like, no, you make a square off somewhere like a nano nth by a nano nth. And, you know, they don't take up physical space like we do here in the world. I'm like, how am I supposed to know this? I don't know this. <laughs> and she says, and then you have to clean it out every so often. I was like, well, how do I do that? She was like, you know how toilet works? Yeah. Okay. Same concept. Cool. So I had to go back to my ward and tweak it and put in, by the way, all y'all going to get, you don't have to go home, but you're not staying here. So all y'all going to get flushed out every night at midnight when the clock stops. 12, Cinderella's done, and so are y'all. Y'all got to go. <laughs> so the toilet just flushes out every night, and I haven't had a problem since. <laughs> and, 
Hannah moved it from the driveway just off to where she was like, you have to make sure, you know, you're holding places, not where you're going to be walking every day, you know, and it has to be off to the side. I'm like, okay, it's on the diagonal corner of the mailbox that literally it's only a weedy that passes over there, you know, so... So, yeah, I'm on a postage stamp side on the underside of your mailbox. You'd never know. But then if you lose your mailbox, you're screwed. Right. <laughs> you, gotta, you have to redo it. But yeah. Yeah. All kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> so so those are my helpful tips <laughs> from, from true, true, true lessons learned. What are, <laughs> what are some of your general ones? <laughs> no, that's it. That's good. We can use that. Yeah, <laughs> we can use that. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so since I wrote the question, I figured out the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the hard way. Yeah. The hard way. Well, yes. Also, honestly, I mean, shit, man. I most of the things that I've learned about magic, I've learned the hard way. So it's pretty pretty far for the course. Well, it's it's funny because um, whenever you would do an earlier podcast with, and you had Joey and you would say, kids, here's how not to blow yourself up. I'm like, no, surely that's not going to blow my, oh, shit, it did blow myself up. <laughs> I would actually try. <laughs> I actually yep. did. Yeah. If you haven't blown yourself up at least once, you're not a magician. I'm telling uh-huh. you that right now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Do not try and meditate after you've been drinking. It does not work very well at all. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, I'm going to connect with my spirit guys. They're like, no, you drunk. You ain't doing nothing but going to sleep. I'm like, no, I got the fire. I got the night air. It's a full moon. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Speaking of fire, what are, um? can you give us some fun little rituals to do with fire, you know, like, like, uh, like, out, like outdoor fire pit. And, you know, if, yeah, I, I understand. Um, th- this again is, you know, I'm like, you don't start the idea for a ritual with an element. You start the idea for a ritual with what you want to accomplish. Right. So you, you start with your intention. And then you determine whether or not fire is the appropriate element to go with that intention. Fire is typically used for releasing or for cleansing or purification, right? Um, But it can be used for transformation. It can be used for healing. It can be used for a lot of things. It just depends on the context of what it is that you're trying to do. So um, giving a random fire ritual is like, "Mm, yeah, I don't want (laughs) to. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, and, but then the lesson is you don't, like you said, you don't just pull in the element, oh, I'm going to do this magical thing with water or a magical thing right. with fire. It, it It's more of the intention of what's behind what you want to do. And is it appropriate to have fire involved or have water involved? And sometimes it's very safe to have water involved when you have fire involved just because. <laughs> well, and there are balances to each other, right? Yeah. All right. Let's see. What about – um? Clarity on a question that I have. So let's say, um, let's say dealing with work, you know, um, and I'm working on a project and uh, I have option A or option B, and I'm not sure which one I should go with. Is there a way to bring clarity to me that I can feel into what, what would be the, the right answer for this particular application that I have? So I would take a piece of paper and I would write option A, you know, whatever the option A is, 
on the paper and I would tell the paper, you are the energy of option A. And then I would write option B on another piece of paper and, you know, whatever option B is, not the words option B, right? And say, you are option B. And then I would put those pieces of paper down on the table and you can do a variety of things. You could use a pendulum to ask the question. You could, um, you don't even need the piece of paper for a pendulum. You could just ask yes or no. Is option A the right choice? Yes or no. Is option B the right choice? Yes or no. Um, you could, if you want more information than that, you know, personally, I like more info. So I would put those pieces of paper on the table and then I would pull three cards for each of those pieces of paper. And, and tarot cards or oracle cards, you know, depending upon what type of thing I was asking. So, like, I'm a big fan of the fairy oracle deck. They like to give, uh, you know, a bunch of information. So it's really rich in its in its thing. I also like the sacred path cards, which has a lot of rich uh, in, interpretation and a lot of writing associated with it. Um, but if I'm if it's a power issue, then I'll use the Lynn Andrews power deck. If it's a physical world issue, then I'll use a version of the Rider Waite tarot, um, traditional tarot deck. If uh, if it is an emotional issue, I'll use the Crystal Allies deck. It just depends, and sometimes I'll mix and match my decks depending. But if I'm pulling three cards, I'm probably not going to mix and match decks. But you know who knows. Uh, and you know, then I'll just do a reading for each one and see what, what it says, right? Sometimes you can just pull one card for each one. And you know, if one's upright and one's reversed, then you know that one's a yes and one's a no, right? You can get that simple, right? So, um, you know, if, but you're assuming that A and B are the only two options, which is rarely the case in life. And so, you know, that's the reason why I like to do the cards is because they give you a little bit more breadth of information than a pendulum would. Pendulum's a yes or no answer or a maybe if it refuses to give you an answer, right? Um, so, you know, if you're going to pendulum, the first thing I would say is are A and B the only options? <laughs> because, you know, then, you know, if you get a no to both, you're like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do now, Right. So that's why I like the cards. But if you do the assign the energy to the paper thing, then when you're done, you have to unenroll the paper again. So you have to say, okay, you're just a piece of paper now. You're just a piece of paper now, right? So that it doesn't continue to hold the energy because you don't want to like shred the paper or ball it up and throw it away while it's still holding the energy of your options. That would be bad. Don't do that. That would be bad. Yes. That would that would blow it up. Do not do yeah. that, kids. <laughs> not quite blow it up, but, you know, not quite cross the streams bad, but not good, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now when you've talked about manifesting before, you always um, say that you want – I forget exactly how you word it, but it's like better. ask for something better, you know, this or, this or something better. Yeah. Right. So now that's bringing in that it's not – maybe a or b maybe a c you haven't even thought of yet and that could be the better that you hadn't even thought of yet so that's that's gonna bring in that element i've been going through that right now i i promised my guides that i would take two months off when i moved here to panama and that i would not make any decisions about where i was going to take the business next until i passed the two-month mark and in fact, we started this episode about to announce something. And I said, we can't, it's not the two month mark yet. That's tomorrow. <laughs> so, 
So I have to keep my word, right? Because I think I know where I'm going to go with it. But I've got two more days left of, of things that I've got to do, um, you know, things that I'm completing until I have those done. I'm not doing jack. I'm keeping my word to myself and my guides that I'm not doing anything. But in the course of that two months, all of this information has come in. And it's been you know, a piece here and a piece there and a, another piece over here and three pieces down here and, you know, all of this other stuff. And I'm now coalescing it all into a single space. And that's when, when you tend to be like me, a ready, fire, aim kind of girl, <laughs> which I do tend to be, I'm a ready, fire, aim kind of girl, right? Um, then you tend to pull the trigger too quickly. This, this has been the hardest thing I've ever done sitting on this for two months has been the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm like, okay, but no, but, uh. yeah. So it's like that. Um, and you know, when, when you're looking at options, A or B, I promise you, there's always a C. I promise you there's always a D, E, and F too. So you may not have thought of them. I, I mean, I had a conversation just before I got on here. I was talking to somebody who was looking at changing careers. And if you just heard that in the background, my dog just decided to whine a little bit. Uh, but I was just talking to somebody who was looking at changing careers. And I was like, why don't you just open your own company? She was like, well, I thought about it. But and then like, she's like, but the money. And I'm like, get government contracts. Those are big, lots of money, very quick, you know, once you've got the contract, right? And, you know, it's not in a fast process to get the contract, but, you know, it's it's a big chunk of change all at once when you do it. And, you know, she had the advantage of that particular yeah. avenue she probably hadn't thought about for government contracts. Had not thought of it, right? Hadn't considered it, hadn't even thought about starting her own business because it just wasn't in the cards right now, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure you could probably make it work. I'm feeling into it. It feels good. Right. And so, uh, you know, sometimes it's just out of left field, you get something out of the blue, right? Don't limit your thinking to A or B is what I'm saying. If you like A and B both equally and you're excited about them and you just can't decide, okay, do A or B. But, you know, there could be a C that's even more awesome. So I'd always ask that first. And I know in, in my own manifesting, I've I've incorporated the I want this or better, you know, and so I I did my pendulum. It's like, hey, am I going to get this? And they're like, yep. And I said, OK, am I going to get it the way I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ask if it's going to be the way I want because I'm going to get it. The universe is going to provide the way, you know, kind of thing. And when um, and I've talked to you about about this certain project that I'm working on. And y'all, you can't make it up what has conspired. You know, I was asked to go speak at a conference. Then I met this person who knew this person and the dots, those dots connected. Um, and I was asked to go speak at a conference just completely out of the blue. And then, you know, when I get back, it's like, oh, they contacted me who knew them and they're still looking for the same thing I'm looking for. And I'm like, boom, and we're having a meeting about it tomorrow. You, you can't make this up if you tried. That's that's what happens when you follow the energy. That's when what, what happens when you surrender to the process. When you try to control the process, you will find that things bog down and get ugly. Yeah. And I even did. I pulled the fairy deck and I had to laugh because I said, OK, what is my lesson? What do, what do y'all need want to t want to tell me about this same process? You know, this this 
uh, project I'm working on. And it was, I still forgot his name, but it's the go slow card, which is, I'm like, okay, it comes back to a lesson in patience for me. Cause as y'all could, I'm just like Kelly, I'm a, you know, fire, fire, then look, you know, <laughs> you know, I, patience. What's that? What too, that takes too much time. Let's just do it. You know? So, and that's, that's a huge lesson I've been learning. All right. One more, last one, last one, last one. And the winner is going to be, how do I heal? Um, no, not going to do that one. It's too long. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. What about how do I find ley lines and figure out if they are positive or negative? I Didn't we do an episode on ley lines? I feel like we did an episode on ley lines at one point, but maybe not. I don't know. I can't remember. If we did, it would have been way back in the beginning. So, it, it, it was. It, yeah. We did one and we kind of generally kind of where I was going was I don't think I want to live next to a negative ley line. You really don't. Right. So say, you know, like Mitch and I are thinking of moving up north, right? And so, or even like whenever you move to Panama, I'm sure you don't want to be next to a negative ley line. So how do you find out if when it's positive or negative and your set association with them? If you're energetically attuned, you will feel it in the property. I did some work for a real estate investor in the Richmond area and, um, and she was like, there's just something not right about my house. And I don't know the house that she was living in. And I, I came over and I'm like, mm, negative ley line in the front yard. Let's start with that. And she's like, oh, so, you know. Um, and, okay, I can hear you asking. Yes, I will answer. Uh, how? Yes. So I moved. But how did you know that's what it was? Property. Well, no, no, no. They were asking how did I deal with it. But oh, how um, do you, deal with you, know, it? you feel it because you walk in and it just feels icky. Right. If you're standing on a negative ley line, you're just going to feel icky and you're not going to know why. You'd be like, ew. And you walk like three feet away and you're not going to feel as bad. And then you walk through it and you'll feel icky and you walk three feet in the other direction. And you won't feel as bad. Right. Um, because you're going back and forth across the line. Now, if you're going up and down the line, you're still going to feel bad. But you know, <laughs> step in the other direction. Right. Step forward and backwards instead. Right. But, um, you know, so you, you'll feel it. If you're in a in a significant lay, negative ley line, the properties around it will usually be very depressed. The houses will not be well kept. They'll they'll need maintenance. They'll there's all kinds of things that happen when you're in a negative ley line. And positive ley lines are the opposite, right? Things feel really good. Things are well kept. You know the the neighborhood gets along with each other everybody's happy, you know, uh, that sort of thing. Now, if you're looking in a wider swath and you don't want to have to be boots on the ground with it, I learned this from David Franklin Farkas. He was like, yeah, just pull up Google Maps and, uh, you know, look with your, uh, you know, bring up the, uh, the satellite view with the overlay of the property lines and just bring up your, your second site, you know, look in to the energetic and the ley lines show up. And they do. Yeah. You can see them right on Google Maps. Okay. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So not every me. area like has a ley line running through it. So, I mean, it's like not every part of your arm has a blood vessel in it. You know, ley lines are Mother Earth's blood vessels and, and uh, capillaries and whatever. And it just like blood vessels and capillaries, some of them are more significant than others. Some are bigger than others. Right. So, 
All right. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna have to pull up Google Maps now and, and go see. A there lot you go. Of... All right. All right. So, are we gonna end with a Kellyism today? Ooh, Kellyism. Um, Kellyism. Kellyism. Well, we did. Don't make it more complicated last time. So, um, let's say look for a real world solution before you look for a magical one, because that's really when you're beginning your default is going to be to look for a magical solution when a real world one is almost always easier. Very good. Okay. Thank you, Kelly, for that. And that is all the time that we have for this week, folks. Y'all going to have to tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon Within my car, I'm all alone But feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.